<laughs> oh, okay. Well, then I then I I retract everything I just said. A plus movie. Go watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Like anytime I try to give the film like the tiniest <laughs> bit of credit, you just go like, "Fine, it's a great movie." <laughs> Uh, you know, because I'm looking, I'm searching to find any flaws in this movie, and you just keep you keep defending it to to a right place where I'm like, okay, you know what? He's making sense. A plus. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Spoiler the Warning podcast. This is episode number 368 with our review of Pixels. I'm Christopher Schneezy. And I'm Jesus Velasquez. And if you're joining us for the first time, the Spoiler Warning Podcast is a weekly film review program. Each week in the show, we're going to dive in, debate, discuss, and argue over the latest film releases coming to a theater near you. Uh, this week, uh, this is our third review for this weekend, and we have a guest reviewer. Uh, how are you doing today, Jesus? I'm doing great. How are you? Uh, not doing too bad. Um, we, we've been dealing with some technical difficulties, but I think we got, uh, I think we got it going yeah. now. Uh, you know, it's the yin and the yang. You got the PC and the Mac going, and you know, there's always there's there's always going to be technical difficulties there. Yeah, PC, Mac. I'm on Comcast. You're on uh, Cox, probably. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Nothing in the world's working. <laughs> Turns out that internet connections from uh, the '80s <laughs> have been sent back from from alien race in another planet, trying to mess with that's, our podcast. That's right. You're drinking Pepsi. I'm drinking Coke. We got a. Uh, we got a good thing going here. Yeah, so uh, th- this should be an interesting episode because we, we, we were actually uh, we were joking, you know, back when I called you up to see if you wanted to uh, hop on and and be a guest on this episode. Um, we were joking about the fact that uh, you're like, ah, what, if it's a movie, I'm gonna like it. It's gonna be a little bit fun. And uh, I think that Pixels is a film that uh, I think the entire world hates. So. <laughs> We're going to really have a chance to test your theory about how you can like almost anything that uh, you go see. Yeah, you know, we had this. I had this conversation with one of my other uh, movie friends that we uh, do some reviews on t- uh, at times. And one of the things is we talk about, you know, like palates, you know, for food. Like we, have, you know, people have a very distinguished palate. You know, some people like to go to a, uh, you know, a four-star Michigan, you know, restaurant, but. Um, Michelin, sorry, restaurant, but it's like for me, it's like, hey, you give me that five ninety nine buffet, all I can eat, that's fine. You know, my pa- <laughs> my my, my palate for movies no different. So, you know, as, as, if, if I had a free movie to the, or a free movie ticket to this movie, you know, odds are, you know, what my lowest rating was like seven out of ten. So, <laughs> so, so, so basically, what you're saying is that uh, no matter what Adam Sandler and Kevin James taste like, uh, <laughs> if if you have enough of them, it's still worth it to you. <laughs> I don't know that that kind of puts things in perspective there. So I don't know if I'd say that, but I mean, you can only like so many Adam Sandler's movies before maybe you get numb and jaded, and you just kind of go with it. We'll go with you're, that. You're like, you're like, you know what? It's time to go on a diet. <laughs> no more buffets. <laughs> no more buffets. But but he made he made he made Happy Gilmore, man. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You, you got to give him that Happy Gilmore yeah. and Billy Madison and, and Billy Madison. Oh, and and uh, and uh, Waterboy. So. Waterboy too. I, yeah, I'm actually so. I'm I'm actually a fan of Click. Uh, I, of I Click? had a good time with Click. Oh man, I don't even want to go off tangent on that one. That one was interesting, but yeah, <laughs> it was. Yeah, well, that's that's another another day. So, yeah. <laughs> all right, well, we'll 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 leave that um, to the side for right now. 
Um, but are you ready to, to, to stop keeping these people waiting and get into this episode? Absolutely. I'm sure that people are like, okay, where's Pixels? I mean, this is what I've actually came in here for. You gave me the two, the two, you know, you gave me an apps and desserts as it, uh, as he's always says in Parks and Rec. I want the main course here. So, <laughs> well, this main course is going to be full of Adam Sandler and Kevin James. So let, let, let's get on to this. All right. Perfect. We're going to give the listeners a chance to listen to the trailer and then we're going to come back and uh, give you guys a review. has sent real-life video games to attack us. Pac-Man's a bad guy? Incoming! Donkey Kong. Just a barrel! How bad can it hurt? The only way to take down Pac-Man is with ghosts. You want ghosts? These are your ghosts. Oh, yeah! We're the only ones who can do this! I'm kidding. We are all gonna die. I'm just... Sorry. May I introduce to you Professor Iwatani, the creator of Pac-Man. Pac-Man is not bad. You see. Professor Iwatani, what are you doing? I will talk to him. He's my son. Hello, my sweet little boy. Look how big you've grown. It's so sweet. He's so sweet. I know. You're a good boy. All right, so uh, that was the trailer for Pixels. Basically, it's a pre- pretty simple com- uh, concept. Or I guess it's, it's a little bit ridiculous, but it, it's, mm. it, it can be boiled down to a pretty simple thing. Basically, a long time ago, NASA sent a probe into space, and it contains some footage from a video game championship way back in the day, and some sort of alien race uh, found this probe, watched the videos and interpreted the videos of video games being played as like an intergalactic war cry. And uh, they have sent pixelated beings down to our planet or pixelated beings of light down to our planet to destroy us and play a game against us. And Adam Sandler, who happened to be like the reigning champion of or the second place champion of video games, uh, (laughs) he is uh, helping to lead our government run by Kevin James' character. Um, in an attack against these light creatures um, who are appearing as video games. So, Jesus, why don't you let us know, uh, first off, if you were excited to see Pixels. And, uh, uh, well, first off, did you see the original short that this was based off of? 
Um, I don't, I'm not, I did see an original short, but I'm not sure if it was the actual original short or if it was a knockoff that someone else made. Cause you know what happens on YouTube's people make the, a short and then there's always the copycat movie. So I'm not too sure if I actually saw the original one. I did see one, um, but it did have like the, it was the, it was like the old school games versus the new school games. So I don't know if that was the actual original short, so probably not. I, I think that but, was, a, that was a different one, but. So anyway. I guess to answer your question, no, I, I did not. Okay. Yeah, like I, I, I remember seeing the the original short back in the day. It was one of those things that was being passed around. And it wasn't really, it wasn't narrative based. It was just like, oh, look, there's these actual video games existing in our physical reality. And here's the ramifications of that. So this was basically in classic fashion. Hollywood was like, well, that's a novel idea. I'll take that and then write a bunch of story that didn't exist in the original property. Um, so... Having not seen the original short itself, uh, what what made you want to see this movie? <laughs> well, okay, I, I remember seeing the preview like earlier this year. I don't know what movie I'd seen it, but you know, I was like, oh, that's kind of a cool idea, and like, I was like, okay, video games. I was like, okay, the whole like UFO thing, that's a stretch, but whatever. <laughs> so I was like, okay, I'm not gonna lie, I'm not gonna lie whatsoever, and this is um, just sounds as cliche and everything. I mean, I, I hate, you know, I'm not bashing on Adam Sandler or anything, but like when I saw the idea, I'm like, oh, that sounds like a cool idea, you know? And then when I saw Adam Sandler, I'm like, ah, yeah, I, because, I, think, I, I, because I, I, I knew it was, go ahead, sorry. I was going to say, I forget exactly how the trailer goes, but I remember in theaters, like, the, I, I could be saying this completely wrong because uh, the we didn't actually watch the trailer when we played it for the listeners. But from what I remember of the trailer, it like starts off and there's like video games and then it cuts to Adam Sandler going like, Donkey Kong's a bad, or no, no, like Pac-Man's a bad guy. Pac-Man's a bad guy, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like it's just that line. That's one like, if you hadn't heard about the property and you didn't know Adam Sandler was in it, you could have been like, oh, what's this video game related thing? I like video games. This could be cool. And then it does smash cut to his face and him saying that. Yeah, and so then obviously the ne- the next thing you're thinking is like, okay, where's Kevin James? And so <laughs> <laughs> and then he shows up, <laughs> and he shows up, absolutely. But uh, I mean, honestly, I, the, I I like the idea. Like I said, I didn't see the the short, so I mean, to think that Adam Sandler and his writing crew thought of the idea originally, you know, wasn't m- under my suspicion of thinking, okay, they wrote this, this is a cool idea, I'll give it a shot. Because I already thought, like, okay, someone else probably already thought about this, and they're probably like, hey, we're going to make a movie out of this. But I guess I like to see the idea of, like, okay, I want to see some old video games, and I kind of want to see what they do with it. I didn't have a lot of faith in it, but just the fact to see how they kind of deliver it on screen kind of, you know... Uh, made me want to anticipate a little bit, and and that's what grabbed me. Honestly, I mean, the whole video game thing obviously was what grabbed me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think I think the basic premise, uh, the basic premise of just like we sent this probe that contained video games, and some alien race found them, and now they're attacking us with what they saw in those video games. That that in and of itself is fine. How they arrive at like how how they try to make it make sense in this universe like the like because you couldn't just have that idea and that that's the whole movie there's no story behind it they had to like come up with this reason behind why the aliens are doing it and and the rules that the aliens are using to do it and like all of that made absolutely zero sense like the whole yeah. 
the whole construct of of like these like multiple rounds of playing these like series of competitions against the human race uh, for like supremacy of the planet like it, it like it just went way overboard like you you had the basic premise that worked and it could have like spending a, a bunch of time like playing off nostalgia and instead what the film like sort of focuses on is like this really stupid pre- uh this really stupid premise and this sort of like it, it 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 seems to be kind of throwing out the grab for nostalgia and more trying to go for this like geeks versus like jockey soldier guys even though like they never like I never feel that any of the characters really care about these video games. It's like they they pulled up like a, a book of old video games and just like uh-huh. picked a few of them. Like there's no there's no sense that there is a love for the the video game world and like a, a real fondness for having played these video games in the past. It's mostly just like video games are a thing. We're old, yeah, yeah. I you know what. I guess in the beginning of the okay, the very beginning of the movie, like when they're kids or whatever, like uh, teenagers, they're like twelve or thirteen, yeah. and like that. Um, it was like nineteen eighty two, so it's like you know, I was born in nineteen eighty one, so I was still a kid. But like for me, the video game was like you know the late eighties, early nineties. Um, that's when the whole arcade thing was for me. But like just the what I liked about the movie was in the beginning showing that whole idea of like you know everyone's at the arcade, the lighting, the old video games, the quarters, and all that stuff. So right there, it kind of got me in the sense of like, okay, this is I like this. I like the nostalgic of like remembering arcades because arcades is a dying, you know, it's a dying entity. You know, it's yeah, uh, yeah. it's going to be in a museum pretty soon because a lot of pe- a lot of kids don't go to arcades anymore. Um, but as the movie went along, like I played along with it. You know, like I said, I, I just went with it. But I agree with you. Like it didn't seem like there was genuine nostalgic or care for the actual video games that were being portrayed. It seemed like. They just read a book on Pac-Man, Donkey Kong, Centipede, all this stuff, and they kind of just went with it and kind of yeah. like tried to deliver to the audience like, hey, these are some nostalgic games. You remember this? And so, yeah, so I, I think in the beginning they did a really good a good job of setting up the old school vibe of how it used to be because, you know, it's, some kids that had maybe watched this, they, didn't know, they don't know what arcades are or the arcade, <laughs> you know, place. So, like. They got like a you know unbelievable graphics on their 360, their uh, PS4s, their Xbox One. So it's like arcade. That sounds stupid. That sounds like something my yeah. dad would do. You Back know? in my day, I used to go yeah. to a place where we stick coins <laughs> into a machine. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Sometimes these machines ask for two coins. <laughs> oh man, they're uh, called tokens. Okay, Grandpa. <laughs> uh. Oh, the joys um, of, of the youth these days. Oh, man. You know we sound old because we're, we're making fun of young kids saying how dumb they are. <laughs> but, That's right. It's all come full circle. <laughs> it is. Um, but, I mean, I get, okay, like, I guess giving the, the movie a, the benefit of the doubt, I think well, there was a, a scene in the movie is like, right after, oh, I think it was right in the beginning, um, where uh, Kevin James is talking to Adam Sandler. And then Kevin James is, well, president of the United States. I hope I, I'm not doing any spoilers here. Yeah, that, but, that's, uh, fine. that's fine. I don't think yeah, that's really that important to the plot. You'll, you'll find that out in like five minutes into the movie. But when he's president, I'm like, okay, I guess I could just throw everything out the window right now. So, <laughs> you know, I was going to give the pixelated, you know, um, avalanche of, of, 
of armies coming in from outer space a chance and be like, okay, that's a stretch, but we'll go. But Kevin James is president. All right, uh, let's just go with it. I'm, I'll throw in the towel and just have some fun. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, so, so did you successfully have fun then? I guess that, that's the real question. You know, it was kind of funny because the movie theater um, – I mean, a lot of the, the jokes were a little labored, a little forced, but um, the movie theater I was in, it was very mixed. Like, it was kind of like some kids and families, and um, it was it was really weird because I don't know if, like, the same theater you were in, a lot of the previews we got were, like, kid previews. I don't know if you got that in your in your uh, movie theater, but, like, we had, like, uh, this, like, Wallace and Gromit, like, sheep movie. Yeah, the sheep and- movie. <laughs> Yeah, and then like uh like this dinosaur movie, like they were all like Pixar's or or, or like kid based movie previews. And so at one point, I, I lean over to my friend. I'm like, I think we're in the wrong movie theater. And he's like, <laughs> and then he le- he leans over to me. He's like, you know, they say sometimes the basis of the previews gives you a a, a look into what the movie's gonna be like. And I was like, oh, okay, so I guess this is more of a kid friendly movie. Which it kind of was. I mean, some, they had some swearing in it, but for the most part, it was pretty tame. And I realized that I think I had more fun because there was kids in the movie. Because, like, at first, everyone was kind of like, oh, this is a stupid Adam Sandler movie. But then at a certain point in the movie, we all kind of lost it at one scene. Like, I was like, oh, that was kind of funny. And then everyone starts laughing. And then I was like, okay, I guess this is, we could have a good time in here. There's kids laughing. People are, like, having a good time. So, honestly, I... I actually enjoyed it as a, just kind of like a movie not to think and not to be really like take too serious. Um, like I said, there was a lot of uh, things I could criticize about this and we can. But overall, I had fun with it. It was Friday night. I got away from the house. And <laughs> anytime I, I can get away from the house for a little bit and watch a movie with, you know, this outstanding all-star cast. uh <laughs> It would not joking, but no, really, it was, it was, it was just fun. I guess for me, it was more the the event of getting out of the house and be like, sweet, this is fun. So, it, so it, I liked it. It's so weird that they're like trying that, that like, you know, your, your comment about all the trailers being for like kids movies. So I guess this movie's targeted as a kid at kids, but like, it's, it's poorly trying to sell this like nostalgic time of video games when like none of these kids will have ever heard of any of these games. I mean like, like the, the Adam Sandler is talking to um, uh, is it Michelle Monaghan. Is that her name? Uh, he's talking to her son and he, like he's making these jokes like, oh, yeah, these are my video games. Like, yeah, my games are based on patterns and yours are based on like the entire oh, audience yeah. for this movie is that boy. So it's weird like what the film is trying to go for and it's just yeah like i i could put up with a lot of stuff if i felt the film was a good homage to video game video games and video game culture but i think like it falls flat on that point and then like the actual well like here's an example did did you see battleship oh gosh (laughs) unfortunately yes i did See, Battleship was really dumb, right? But at least there was some level of enjoyment of seeing how they translated the game Battleship into the concept of the movie. Like, the the point where, like, all their systems are down, they have no radar, they have no idea... Spoilers for Battleship, by the way. (laughs) Um, (laughs) No, the the spoiler is don't watch it. There's your spoiler. (laughs) 
well, well either way so so yeah, all their systems sorry. are down they, they have no sonar no radar they have no way of tracking these alien ships they're behind some like weird invisible panel or some crap like basically every, everything's done so they're like yeah how are we gonna see these things moving you know like everybody in real life cheats in battleship by moving their ships so like the alien yeah. ships are moving their ships so what are they gonna do so somebody comes up with this like genius plan to like look at buoy data and see when when the ships are doing these weird like <laughs> water bug hop things that they do you can see the displacement of the buoys and that can tell you exactly its position and like you know like hoorah they save the day by firing missiles at, at the trajectory at which the ship is kind of moving and they're like basically they re like there's literally a scene where it puts up like a grid on the screen and you see all the buoys laid out in a perfect grid you're like oh my god that is battleship this is plus they had like they had the the peg missiles remember the peg missiles like the aliens yeah, were shooting yeah. these pegs that would land on the deck of the ship and then the ship would explode into a million pieces like it was at least fun to see how they translated the game into the movie the movie's not yeah. good it's barely enjoyable but there was at least some sort of way to interesting thing to to see how they translate it to just build nostalgia into the fact that you're you're watching a movie based on the game that you play this game so the nostalgia of that title should you know you should at least have that in the movie and they did yeah like like so uh the 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 only moment of this film that really has any sorts of nostalgia to it is when uh they you know they beam themselves up to the ship and then the Donkey Kong world comes and you hear that like like whatever the oh, yeah. like I I Donkey Kong theme, yeah. Yeah. Basically Donkey <laughs> Do like that's the one moment where you're like, Oh, that theme, gotta love it. Um yeah. everything else besides that is like, okay, there's a pixelated dude. Like at one point there's a Mario yeah. that runs by the screen. It's like, Yep, I played Mario, cool. Uh, yeah. Um, I I see. I had a, a perfect because I agree with you in a sense. Actually, my favorite scene in the movie um, was the the Pac Man chase. I thought I actually liked that because I thought that was kind of cool because it was in like you know New York City where it was kind of like all this different things. Um, the role reversal of you know them being ghosts and Pac Man doing this. Yeah. I thought it was cool in that sense because I'm like, okay, I've played Pac Man before. I think Pac Pac Man's pretty t uh, timeless. You know, most kids or most people you know, who were born in the 80s, even 90s have played it. But I guess agreeing with you in the sense, um, when I talked to my friend, I said, you know, it would have been cooler if, because um, when I saw that the, the date said 1982, I was like, oh, they're going to be focusing on older games. So it's like Centipede and uh, Galaga and Pac-Man and um, like Arkanoid. I love Arkanoid, but so it's like I know these games, but these aren't the games I grew up with. Like yeah. we grew up with like Street Fighter 2, Mortal <laughs> Kombat, you know, X-Men, the X-Men cabinet, six-player arcade, Sunset Riders, um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Simpsons, like all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so to me it was kind of like, okay, this is fun, but it's like even me being – 34 being born in 1981 it was still a, uh, a stretch to kind of relate to these games because i didn't grow up playing these games as well and i'm like older than mo i mean by a long shot older than most of the audience you know <laughs> yeah, yeah. and it's it was hard for me to relate to those games as well because they were if in 1982 they were 12 i was one those weren't even the game so it's like I, I mean, I've played Pac-Man and Galaga and, and Centipede and all those games, but like I understand what you're saying. There was the nostalgia Mostly was you're there. playing them on a, on an emulator, like years like, after the fact. <laughs> exactly, or like uh, like Nickel City, or like in the free play games or whatever. Yeah, and, and and so I understand that where the nostalgic was there, 
but not fully. Yeah. So it's like if if it was like newer, not newer games, more like I said, in a sense of like when I think arcades took off in like the late 80s, early 90s, mid 90s, I think it would have had a lot more sentiment. And I think you probably would have drawn a lot more, a, a bigger crowd as well. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And but even, but even going back like a moment ago, you're talking about like you actually your favorite thing was the Pac-Man chase, and even as as like that was by far that was like the money shot of the movie. Uh, I mean, I guess you could say that the Donkey Kong stuff at the end was the money shot of the film, but I think really Pac-Man was was the best like well conceived uh, game that everybody was playing in the context of the film. But the thing uh-huh. that did the thing that didn't make sense about it is that like so aliens are simply using video feeds of the game Pac-Man being played to come up with the rules that govern how the system works. So the aliens would have had to supply the ghosts. Like, they couldn't just convert, like, Mini Coopers and suddenly turn them into ghosts because the aliens have to create the system that governs them. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, yeah. It, it sort of makes sense with the light guns that that, that would just work because what are their yeah. weapons like I, I i accept that just for no reason but <laughs> just, the, just to accept it <laughs> yeah but it doesn't make sense why uh a military would would engineer a car to like shut itself off if pac-man grabs the the pellet right <laughs> like, uh-huh. like so it, it like like as soon as the event started to take place like it sort of broke down what was going on and I kind of was like uh, it was kind of cool but now it's also so, kind of dumb so, so okay so they kind of lost you in the sense when Pac-Man grabbed the pellet and then the the cars turned blue well see, see that's that's the, the weird dichotomy there too is that like that's when it technically became the most interesting when you're like oh shit Pac-Man can eat them <laughs> like, yeah exactly well, like it, I, it, <laughs> I was just thinking I'm like how how freaky and awesome would it be to be like, oh crap, I gotta get away from Pac-Man, yeah, you know? Yeah. Like I'm in a Mini Cooper, flying down the streets, avoiding getting eaten by this, you know, pixelated UFO creature. I don't know. <laughs> I just was like, that'd be kind of fun. No, yeah, like like it, it, it totally makes sense. But it's like it's it's whenever they create these things, like it just starts to it just starts to break down really quickly. The more you think about the like the how the system works you know um yeah you mean the system for like the ufo like what what and i think yeah i I agree i think there was a lot um a a lot that was not explained uh kind of brings me back to the last review i did with you which was like a a few years ago uh skyline which (laughs) uh had this had the same problem if if we will where uh aliens come from outer space and start attacking for who knows what reason and people start getting murdered or abducted for who knows what reason and then at the end the guy gets turned into an alien for who knows what reason and we would like to know those reasons but we don't get a real full oh, explanation uh, it, it, so, was for, it was for love it was for love it was that's for what... love that's right the dude just dies right the girl's the one that turns into the alien oh is that what it was I'm pretty sure, no. like her, like she takes control of like an alien body. But I thought the dude already died. I don't know. Oh, I can't remember. I just I is that it. great. It doesn't matter. I just, Spoiler, spoilers for Skyline. Yeah, so, but <laughs> correlated it to pixels. Uh, yeah, the UFOs. It was kind of like okay, they got a thing of our time capsule and whatever. But it's like okay, so what's 
who are who are the UFOs? What are they doing? Why are they doing this? You know, what is their their master plan? You know, who's behind the pixels? What kind of alien is it? Blah 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 blah. So I get that idea. You know, like okay, we're just like why are we just randomly selecting video games as a war crime or not a war crime a war uh, cry and a challenge? You know. Why didn't you see the MTV, you know, old school videos or the Where's the Beef Lady or the <laughs> Ronald Reagan commercials and take those as a war cry or something, you know, like some see, other that, 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 80s that's nostalgia. The thing, though, is that in a way, that's the only thing that makes sense in this movie. Because in most other movies, the the aliens arrive because they want to harvest our resources or they want to get killed by water or some other random thing. But in this <laughs> film, it was literally we, they saw that. And they accepted the challenge. You know, like, they were like, oh, yeah, I see. Well, we'll play you at your game. And if you lose, we'll blow up your whole planet. Like, so it, it, it's, <laughs> it's almost like it was, it was like the Barney Stinson approach. You know, like, it was just like, it's yeah. like, challenge accepted. I will be right over yeah. and we're going to send pixelated light to come kill you now. Yeah. Right. Okay. You sold me. Done. <laughs> a plus <See>? <laughs> it's it's not that hard to, to win me over i think i think out of all your uh guest reviewers like i said i'm, I'm the most easy uh easy <laughs> the palate just is so yeah i could have a bologna sandwich right now i mean that actually sounds delicious but <laughs> yes cheap meat oh. and bread there you go like i said there was a lot i mean there's definitely plot holes definitely uh so, you know, things to be like, oh, okay, why did that happen? And that's a little, they're not really explaining this. But in the end, there were some parts that I, you know, I found funny. Definitely not quotable movie because I can't really think about it right now. Except um, <laughs> there was, <laughs> the only thing about this movie was it was kind of funny because it was kind of like, it was a very in-between movie where it was like kind of like a, fu- like a fun kind of family movie, which then I was like, okay, that's what they're going for. But then when uh, uh, Peter Drinkwitz, is that his name? Dink- Dinklage. Uh, Dinklage. When he entered the movie, like he said some like pretty risque stuff, but I thought it was pretty funny. Like <laughs> it kind of just cracked me up. Like uh, when he wa- he got the date with Serena Williams, and yeah, then he said, yeah. "Dang it!" He's like, "Man, I should have I should have asked for Martha Stewart. At least I would have gotten a panini or some shit like that." And I was just like, I was dying because I was like. I don't know why, but it was hilarious. But then, like, at the end, where it's just, like, you see Serena and Martha in the White House, and he's just like, oh, yeah. It's like, okay. Like, this uh, sexual in your windows are kind of, like, not necessarily family-friendly, but yeah, for yeah. the most part, the movie was. So it's like, I think they should have just chosen one side and just stuck with it, you know? And so it's like, like, like ma- if they ma- were just... Just gone for the adults and made it a hardcore rated R comedy about aliens that are raining down pixels on us. Oh, yeah, like, if, you know, if it, if it was just they were going to go for PG-13 or just kind of, like, make it people blowing up everywhere, you know, just, you know, swearing, this and that, you know, within context in a funny way. I mean, things don't have to be vulgar just to be vulgar, but, like, just making it funny like that, if it was going to be rated R, PG-13, like, just go all out, you know. But if it was going to be PG, more like in that, the family-friendly audience, just kind of just stick with it because, you know... You're not going to win both audiences, you know, because the adults are already going to be like, ah, oh, this movie looks dumb. And then the kids are going to be like, oh, this looks fun. But, you know, the family, the parents might be like, oh, I don't know about this movie. That's my yeah. own assumption. It it kind of reminded me a little bit of, a, uh, in a different context, Godzilla uh, from last year. Um, <laughs> All right. 
Did you review that one? Yeah, we did. Okay. So I, I, I love God- Godzilla. is like one of my all-time favorite movies, um, the original one. Or yeah. Let me phrase that. Not, I mean, the original one and the 1985 one. I, I love Godzilla. I'm Godzilla through and through. And I, I mean, I really, 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 really wanted to love this movie because it was Godzilla. And that's my that's my homeboy. But I, I just didn't because I, I felt like the movie was two different things. Like it was like the movie was super serious. And then it had like really like just kind of like off the <laughs> wall stuff. Like it was, it was super like, serious and it was super dumb. <laughs> yeah. Like they just had like the, the, the Asian guy was like, just let them fight. And I was like, it would have been so much more better if they like, you know, they had like that comic relief character, they built up character development and just made it kind of like a fun, goofy, not goofy, but fun kind of like blockbuster movie instead of like, I thought they were going for like the more serious role where they were going to make Godzilla actually like the bad guy, like in 1985, where he's kind of just destroying the buildings. And I was like, oh, that that's cool too. But yeah. if you're going to make it more where like Godzilla is the hero, then kind of just play with that. And I think that's what, you know, what Pixels did. It's like, choose your outlet. Are you going to try to, you know, pursue the young crowd and be fun, loving, and kind of easygoing and not do any swearing or anything? Or are you going to try to pursue the older crowd with the nostalgia? Which goes back to the nostalgia. Because, like, are you going for the young crowd? Because they're not going to get the nostalgia. And then it's like, if you're going for the older crowd and you're going for the nostalgia, they might not get the, you know, the, the kid jokes or the, you know, the family friendly of it might not attract an adult to it because it might be like, oh, that's a kid movie. Yeah. So it's just, I, I just felt like they were kind of battling between two demographics. Well, see, I mean, I, I think if you look at a film like Wreck-It Ralph, which was basically doing exactly what you're saying it should have done. Like it, it was, it was, it was, it was playing off the nostalgia by bringing in all these like old video game characters, but it was also just trying to be a, a family friendly film with actual like moral messages and like a bunch of things like that. And it, it was a cute movie and it wasn't super great and it didn't like nail the nostalgia for video games, but it did its own thing and it happened to exist in a world that was a video game. Like it, it generated its world and, and it booted it up and it stayed in it the whole time. And, and it felt yeah. at least like it was, it, it wasn't nailing what I maybe would have wanted from it, but it nailed exactly what it tried to do. And it did it in an interesting way. And the joke was not specific video games. The joke was that it was in a video game. So th- this film, like in contrast to that, all it did was put four video games into the world. And then at the end, throw a million pixelated things from random properties into the world and it, it it was never fully realizing that whole premise it was just like what jokes can we make with this like oh yeah. we'll actually have the frogger crossing a real street with actual cars like that'll be funny um yeah yeah and that's it so well i mean like like i said even even with this uh the guy who liked the girl, the video game, what was her name? Uh, I forgot the girl's name in the movie. I, the, yeah, I don't even remember. Yeah, whatever. But it's like, to me, I was like, I don't even know who this video game character is. I mean, that's how, like, it was even outdated for me in the sense of, yeah. like, video I, I, game. Was that even a real video game character? I, I, I'm thinking it was, but I don't even know, you know, because, but that's, I mean, that's how, that was the issue right there. It's like, if I don't even know, to be honest, if it's a real video game character how is anyone else even going to know like how are kids going to know if this these games are even made up or not yeah. so it just kind of had that idea of like okay i just thought honestly that the games they chose were a little too old but i guess that's because those weren't my games and maybe that's my only 
not my only, but one of my, you know, gripes and complaints or criticisms from the movie. Yeah. Um, because t- here's another example. Do you remember the movie The Wiz? Was it The uh, Wiz or The Wizard? Uh, w- you know, Wizard. With, with, uh, Wizard. With the uh, power Fred glove. Savage. Yeah, yeah, the power glove. Yeah. I mean, California. that movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> California. <laughs> that movie, I mean. is amazing. Yeah, for our generation, and, like, it was made in the 90s, had Fred Savage. I mean, there was some, like, swearing in that movie from Fred Savage, some really weird things from this movie. Like, I mean, it, I think there's it, it part It taught of... people a secret trick in in a Mario game. Oh, yeah. Like, nobody knew it, you, could, you could duck on the white cube to drop behind the level it, until that movie came out, right? Yeah, to get the whistle to warp levels. I mean, it, it, and the fact was that it, it catered to its audience. It catered to the fact that... Hey, these are video games. You like Nintendo. You like the Power Glove. We're going to do about a, a video game championship and all this at the right time in the 90s when every kid was into it. And it's like that's nostalgia right there. And I think with Pixels, it's like they kind of tried to go for that nostalgic again, like doing their own like video game world championship. But like I said, for 1982, what demographics of kids who were like 8 to 12 in 1982 they'd be like what in their 40s 50s now went to go watch that movie you know well, and I, I guess that's I, I i think the reason they chose those games though is because i believe that we did actually send video game clips on a space probe in one of those time capsules so i think it was just like they went with that <laughs> oh, okay well then i then i i retract everything i just said a plus movie go watch it <laughs> <laughs> I love how like anytime I try to give the film like the tiniest <laughs> bit of credit, you just go like, "Fine, it's a great movie." Uh, you know, because I'm looking, I'm searching to find any flaws in this movie, and you just keep you keep defending it to to a right place where I'm like, "Okay, you know what? He's making sense." A plus. <laughs> well, to counter my own point, it does feel like the film. Was... <laughs> to counter your own point, I don't it even does... have to counter it. You have to. But no, it it, it 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 totally felt like this movie was like literally filmed in like two afternoons and an evening. <laughs> like, oh, it's so P- true. P- Peter Dinklage, I feel like he was he was like at one point in time, he was arrested for like uh, public drunkenness or something like that. And the scene where they like get him out of jail, I feel like they're just like, ah, uh, he's in jail. He's not going to be able to shoot a scene. And they're like, well, we're just going to rewrite it. We're going to bust him out of jail for like twelve minutes. And then have him film all his scenes right then. Like, <laughs> Seriously, yeah, he, he was. I swear, he was just kind of like, uh, yeah. So can I shoot all my scenes in one afternoon, and you know, just kind of get my check and get out of here because uh, I kind of have more important movies to do. Was, did you did you memorize the script? I don't need a script. I'm the finger blaster. <laughs> exactly. Oh <laughs> man, script. <laughs> what script? <laughs> it was so rough. Yeah, it, like I said, it, it it wasn't the best movie by any means, but um, I mean, like I said, I, I think I just had fun with it. Um, it's summer for me. I like to, you know, I like to go watch a lot of movies during the summer. Um, work is hard, you know, having a one-year-old is the best, but it gets hard. So whenever yeah. I could get out, I could get out and watch a movie and just kind of enjoy myself a little bit and uh, have some popcorn and hang out with a friend. Like I said, I can't complain too much. Um, so, you know, like I said, I, I'm usually – I'm like that – you know, movie movies would reach me. I'm like that, you know, easy A professor who's like, oh, take Mr. Velasquez. He's cool and he'll give you an A. You know, it's like you got to – you got to – you got 
you got to really skyline this thing if you really want to get an F in this in this class. Yeah. So I'm overall, like I said, uh, I'm I'm kind of the the abnormal uh, critic here, and uh, you know I like it. I thought it was fun. Uh, definitely a lot of plot holes and things that I would have done different or would have thought that okay, that was a stretch. But overall, I had fun with it. All right. Well, uh, it's probably a good time to get into our official verdicts um, then. Um, last time you were on the podcast, did we have our, our little like five point rubric thing or was that not around yet? I do. I do not think that was around. Okay. So basically we have a five point scale. It's really simple. You either give this movie a must see, a recommend with a caveat, a wait for rental, a pass with a caveat or a must avoid. So what are you going to give this? Jesus? I would give it, um, Let's see. I mean, do I have an explanation, or do you just have to pick A, B, or C, or D, or well, if, E? If, if, if you pick one that has a caveat, technically you owe the explanation what the caveat is. Okay. But you don't. I mean, you don't have to. You can do whatever you okay. want. Okay. I'll I'll give it the uh, rental. Uh, what was it? What was it? That third one? I forget it. Like oh, wait, a rental. Wait, or wait for rental. Wait for rental. Um, I mean, I think definitely if you know if your target audience if you know you're gonna take your kids to go watch it they might enjoy it they might have fun with it and uh you know most kids aren't the harshest critics so they might have fun with it so you know if they would ask to watch it i think they'd like it uh for adults and the rest of us definitely a rental uh something you could catch on netflix or Redbox or stream it off the internet just kidding um but uh <laughs> <laughs> but some just because it's just a simple movie i don't think anyone's gonna get too much out of it so like i said it's just like a fun date night or a movie you can watch while you're doing work or doing something else um it, I, I don't think it's anything more than that <laughs> well you are being very generous to this film <laughs> <laughs> because i'm gonna give this a must avoid if you want to oh, watch it if you want to watch a film nostalgic for old games just go watch battleship <laughs> No, no, I have I have to counter with that. Do not watch Battleship. Watch if, if Pixels it, ten times over over Battleship. If, if you watch Battleship, at least you get like fifteen minutes of Liam Neeson, and you get what's his nuts trying to steal a burrito from a convenience store. Yeah, but you also get Rihanna, so I don't know, man. You also get super uh, racist aliens at the end of the movie. <laughs> okay, how about we should take a poll here. Uh, whoever seen Pixels, would you like? Was Pixels better than Battleship? There we go. I don't think so. I oh, I think <laughs> I, I don't know why I hate Battleship, but I do not like that movie whatsoever. No, but don't oh, get me wrong. I don't like that movie either. I'm just, <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying that at least at, at least that movie had the it had the buoy scene and it had the peg missiles. Okay, how about how about we both agree? And say, okay, if you want to watch a video game movie, Wreck-It Ralph is probably your safest bet. And if you remember, watch The Wizard. That is your best choice right there. Yes, everybody go watch The Wizard. Um, yeah. It probably doesn't you hold up. I haven't watched it in a long time. <laughs> no, I hate... You know what? we got to do a segment on this too later on. Because people are saying, oh man, I've watched movies that I watched as a kid and they suck. I'm like, no way, man. So I've been avoiding all of them because I'm like, no way, my childhood's not going to get destroyed. But... <laughs> Knowing my taste and my palate in movies, I'd probably be like, this movie's awesome. <laughs> what are they really, talking about? <laughs> really, you just have a buffet of Wizard and just watch it on repeat until you like it again. <laughs> You're right. You're just going to keep watching it until it's like, wait a second. Now, why do I not like this again? No, no, let me watch it again. Oh, there we, yeah, there we go. That's better. Yeah. All right. So we've got a must avoid and a rental. And hey, a rental. 
<laughs> so, like I said, you got your four your four star Michelin, and I uh, got my five ninety nine <laughs> buffet. I think, te- I think technically your official review was, or our official combined reviews were a must avoid and a pirate it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I don't even know if you'd get sued for pirating this movie. They'd probably be like, yeah, just go go for it. They'd be like, we just want somebody to watch it, please. <laughs> yeah. So, he made Billy the, Madison. The, the ironic thing is if you took this movie and you put it on a NASA space probe and you sent it off into the internet, or into the internet, you sent it off into the galaxy, an alien race who found it and watched it would come in and annihilate the, the world. <laughs> No, no no explanation necessary, no challenge, just annihilate the world. There are any beings who can create a piece of trash this bad <laughs> deserve to die. It's just a big guy. He's got like a gun and he's like dressed as Billy Madison. And he's like, <laughs> Something, that was my worst Adam Sandler impression ever. Turn him to Scooby-Doo. <laughs> yeah. Raggy. <laughs> oh, man. So, okay, I guess Pixels is kind of in the level of, like, Ready to Rumble or something like that. You know, a movie like that. So, not <laughs> not to be convinced or confused with Rumble in the Bronx. Two different movies. Yeah, it's but very now different I'm, movies. I'm, now I'm just going off on a tangent, so. Yes. Well, anyways, I think that's going to bring us to the end of uh, this review uh, for this episode of the podcast. But uh, if people want to find you throughout the week, Jesus, where can they find you? Uh, they can find me on my Facebook, which is uh, Jesus Velasquez. I also have a, a podcast that is uh, on hiatus right now. It's called Four Way Stop, um, and we have a YouTube as well. It's called Four Way Stop. We do uh, podcasts on sports. Uh, we usually cover four topics, uh, hence the Four Way Stop <laughs> in the window. Yeah, clever. very, very clever, huh? So, I mean, we usually go from uh, we we might spend on one topic, but sometimes we just do four quick topics, whether it's a video game review or a sports topic or a movie review. Um, and sometimes we do like uh, horror horror movies as well. So, nice. like I said, uh, that's on hiatus right now. We're I'm kind of getting back on that next month, and um, so yeah, so four way stop. Cool. And people can find me at ChristopherInRealLife.com or Twitter.com/slash ChristopherIRL. You can find the podcast over at thespoilerwarning.com where you can get a bunch of the back episodes of the show. If you want to know when the episodes go live, you can follow us at twitter.com slash spoilerwarning or like us at facebook.com slash thespoilerwarning. If you want to get a hold of us directly, you can send an email to fans at thespoilerwarning.com or you can leave, use the contact form on our site. Um, yeah, this is, that's, that's the episode. Music for this episode will come from the soundtrack to Pixels. So hopefully someone's enjoying that. Uh, but uh, thank you very much for uh, joining me on this episode. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. Like I said, it was uh, I was glad to to get back on after a few years of uh, not being on here. <laughs> Man, my review must have been really bad. <laughs> They're like, please don't have that Jesus guy on there for another few years. I could only take so much of his positive reviews of a terrible movie. <laughs> we'll, we'll have to have you on the next time Adam Sandler puts something out. <laughs> Oh, man. Hotel Transylvania 2, did anyone say? (laughs) I still haven't seen the first one. You know, my Uh, my wife actually loves that movie, so uh, I have to give it a good review. But that's not here or there, so... (laughs) We can have you on for Grown Ups 3 or 4 or whatever one they're on. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Yeah. I'm still holding up for a Lethal Weapon 5, uh, you know, review. I don't know where that came from, but anyways, I'm going (laughs) off on tangents. You better end this quick. Yeah. (laughs) Well, thank you guys all for listening, and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.